Happy Feast Day of St. Barnabas. My name is Father Frank Skelly. I'm a parish priest in Our Lady Perpetual Help Church in Brooklyn. Today is the Feast of St. Barnabas, so my reflection will come from the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. It's the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 11, 21b to 26, and 13, 1 to 3. In those days, a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The news about them reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to go to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the grace of God, he rejoiced and encouraged them all to remain faithful to the Lord in firmness of heart, for he was a good man, filled with the Holy Spirit and faith. And a large number of people was added to the Lord. Then he went to Tarsus to look for Saul, And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a large number of people. And it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. Now, there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who was a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, completing their fasting and prayer, they laid hands on them and sent them off. The word of the Lord. Everyone likes a surprise. Well, not exactly everyone. Many of us like our life to go as planned. We set goals and strive to reach them. We don't appreciate interruptions in our daily schedule. A good day is a day that went just as planned. Our God is a God of surprises. He enjoys having people pop up in the story of salvation out of nowhere. No one expected Paul, persecutor of Christians, to be the one to spread God's word all over the known world. And his companion Barnabas, whom we celebrate today, seems to come out of nowhere. Not exactly nowhere. He was a Jew born in Cyprus. He was not from Israel, he was not one of the twelve apostles, but he is called an apostle in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14, verse 14. He was sent with Paul to evangelize the non-Jews. Barnabas is not his given name, his name was Joseph, but the Christian community named him Barnabas, son of encouragement. Who is this Barnabas, and why was he so influential in the early church? Barnabas was a person of great insight. When other Christians were afraid of Paul, Barnabas could see in him great potential. When the same Paul could not see the goodness in St. Mark, Barnabas came to his defense and took him under his wing. Barnabas lifted people up. He started the church in Antioch, where Jesus' followers were called Christians for the first time. And he defended accepting non-Jews into the Christian faith, without having to abide by Jewish rituals and customs. Paul and Barnabas are the big surprises of the Acts of the Apostles. We know all about Paul and his letters. We know nothing about Barnabas from his words. His life was sincerity of action, not a witness of words, simply a person bringing out the best in others. All through the history of the church, surprising people pop up. No one expected the chubby, good-natured Pope John XXIII to have the impact he had. 
Only in looking back can we see the importance of one's life and how God surprises us. The Christian movie classic, It's a Wonderful Life, is the story of a man who thinks he has lived a life without meaning. It is only through the gift of an angel that he is able to see the impact he has had on the lives of other people. Bernard Herring, a redemptorist theologian, described this in a prayer he wrote. Teach us to pray truthfully in your name. Free us from our foolish trust in ourselves and in the works of our hands and minds. Help us to pray in absolute trust that whatever you send us is for our good. And help us to accept the surprising things for which we have not prayed. Give us the trust that all events, even suffering and death, offer us occasions to glorify you and with you, the one who sent you. Amen. In the first reading today, we learn three important facets of the life of Barnabas. Barnabas prayed. He didn't go to prayer telling God what he wanted. He prayed asking God to show him what God wanted. When we pray asking for what we want, we might think that when we don't get our wish, we are being punished or we didn't pray right. When we pray as the Blessed Mother prayed, thy will be done, or when we pray as Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done, we open ourselves to the surprises of God. Barnabas listened. He listened to God. He listened to the first Christians. He listened to the authority of the church. And he acted. He did what needed to be done. Let us ask Barnabas to encourage us to be bridge builders, people who build up and do not tear down, people who are truly sons and daughters of encouragement. We might surprise ourselves at what we are capable of.